Welcome to the SMH Lab, sports, music, mental health. Today we're not going to talk about sports much. We're going to talk about someone from a musical background, but also doing a lot of work on the mental health side of things and just doing a lot of good things. Nika DeGraw, which obviously that name DeGraw, many of you will recognize as a musical name. That is Gavin DeGraw. This is Gavin's sister, also Joey's sister. Joey is also a, a talented musician in his own right. But uh, Nika is not a musician, but doing a lot of great things, uh, such as Baking New Memories. She started that group online. We also talk about the Iron Will Network, um, something that, uh, unbeknownst to us at the time, that we did this podcast that we would actually be a part of. Because after we did this podcast, Nika and I, we've been friends for almost 10 years, I think. I've been friends with her brother, uh, Gavin, probably 15 years but um, we decided that we wanted to start doing this podcast together for the most part whenever we could so, and be co-hosts. And then that led to the Iron Will Network having us as a part of that, a channel on that site. So we're pretty excited about all that. But let's get back to this podcast, Nika DeGraw and all the good things that she is doing. Enjoy. Love it. Yes. So, so Nika DeGraw, obviously the the sister of Gavin DeGraw, and also Joey DeGraw. Joey DeGraw, also right. a very talented songwriter in his own right. Um, works with Joss Stone and, and many others. But, um, but Nika, I wanna I wanna dive in right away to what you're doing right now, starting with the with the Iron Will. If if you would just kind of go into that detail first. Oh, sure. Absolutely. That's actually um, the newest part of, of what's going on. So um, I'm going to refer back to some of the things that the creator of um, this particular app is sharing with me. Um, Iron Will is uh, launching something called QTV. This is very interesting. It's called it's QTV for Quarantine TV. Um, it's an app that can actually be downloaded now. Uh, there hasn't been an official launch yet, but it is live. And um, it is a suicide prevention for our first responders, our veterans, and God knows right now, uh, our first responders are, are out there really on the front lines. Um, so, you know, suicide prevention has to be right up there. Um, at the front with the things that, that we're battling during this time. Mm -hmm. So Iron Will, do you want me to read a little bit about it? I would love that. Okay. So Iron Will is a network of people, companies, and organizations that commit to supporting those who serve and protect us. We seek to spread the word about suicide prevention, support, and PTSD, which is a very big thing. And by the way, um, not only for our first responders and our veterans, but, you know, we had tornadoes recently. We have we can't forget that we have um, regular everyday people that have suffered uh, tremendous uh, losses here in conjunction with COVID dealing with PTSD uh, while also learning to adapt in this new world that we're living in. So yeah, um, the last the last month for Nashville has been something, huh? It's really been something and, else. And, I mean, and Nika, you live right outside of Nashville, so you can speak to that a little bit. <clears throat> I do. I, um, I'm in Franklin, so I'm right on the outskirts here in Nashville. And of course, my, uh, my family lives uh, right downtown. So uh, when I woke up to 
well, you know, I woke up that night actually to uh, 20 missed calls from a coworker um, whose sister lives in Cookville, uh, which was hardest hit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, of course, terrified hearing about that and was immediately worried about my, my family here in Nashville, knowing that the tornadoes hit there as well. They were fine. Thank God. Uh, Nashville is, is strong um, and will recover. Who knew that we would uh, be dealing with this pretty much right on top of that. Um, so I think that the Iron Will Network is just so exactly on point. They were uh, already launching this for, you know, veterans and first responders, uh, obviously not knowing that, um, that COVID-19 was coming and how much our world would be changing. So they're pushing really hard to get moving faster than they expected to. Uh, so the app is there. It's Iron Will Network. Um, bringing awareness to suicide prevention, PTSD uh, for active duty military veterans, first responders, healthcare workers, and their families so that they have access to resources they need to live fulfilling lives. So super exciting. Um, something that I'm doing uh, caused me to become a part of, of this amazing uh, network. Really excited. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's just amazing things. And, and talk about Judy, if you would, a little bit. Absolutely. So I, I love that. Judy, she's so awesome. Um, longtime family friend. Uh, she has, of Last course, name she's Diathelm. Uh, right. Okay. She uh, has worked with Gavin for actually a very long time um, related to NASCAR events, et cetera, over the years. And my mother just absolutely adored Judy as a person. Um, and I eventually was introduced to her years and years after her and Gavin had worked together for, you know, many, many times. I heard her name many, many times. It wasn't until I moved to Nashville and Judy was living here that I got to meet her, um, and see what she's all about. And you want to talk about like a ray of sunshine, positivity, um, just always, you know, looking for the, for the best in, in every person around her and how she can use that, uh, um, to, you know, just uh, bring positivity to everybody. She's amazing. So, man, I would well, just love if me, people would check this out and check her out. Right. And let me just interject there that um, at your mother's funeral, uh, I believe there's only two speakers, Judy and, and your brother, Gavin, and um, they both gave amazing eulogies. And that showed a lot about Judy. Yes, absolutely. So, and that really does speak to how close she is with my family and was with my mother. Um, amazingly, Gavin did get up there and speak. Uh, that was very, very tough for him. We, uh, weren't sure that any of us would feel the ability to do so. So we just asked Judy to do so in our stead and, and, uh, yeah. And she, she nailed it. I mean, she knows our family. She knows our family. She did. And I, I told Gavin this more than once that, that, uh, of all, of all the times I've seen him do anything, that was the, the best thing he's ever done in his life. So, um, pretty amazing. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I only wish that I, in some ways, sometimes I wish that I had taped it. Uh, his words were, um, I wish they were memorable enough for me to remember, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it was, it was a tough day. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. uh, but man. Well, I just remember the, I'm, I'm sure you can, you can attest to what, what the most important thing that he said, uh, about your, uh, about her grandchildren of what she said, right? Oh yes. Well, you know, as well as anybody, uh, that her grandchildren were her life. My children um, are her only grandchildren. 
So, um, you know, come on. She was grandma. These were were her her legacy, her life. And she poured into them that way, spoke of them that way. And uh, they were just the highlight of her life. Right. And and love them with her whole heart. Is that her right? whole heart? That's right. That's what's yeah. on her uh, on this on the I don't know what to call it. The plaque. She, you know, she's yeah. inside. She's inside, buried mm-hmm. inside. So uh, but yes, amazingly, uh, interestingly, too, my mother, she told us each I love you with my whole heart. And so that's what we wanted on that plaque uh, mm-hmm. where she's buried. And believe it or not, um, it was exactly the correct number of letters to fit on that plaque. They wouldn't have been able to do even one more letter. Is that right? That is right. Wow. Meant to be. Wow. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, and your mother is definitely, I told you this earlier today, but very, very proud of, w- of what you're doing. Cause you're definitely emulating her and what you're doing right now. Thank you. Thank yes. you. I feel her and what I'm doing. I, 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 <laughs> honestly feel like uh without my mother's heart uh love that she poured into the family um her charisma um i wouldn't be able to do any of this i'm certainly my mother's daughter absolutely and and with your baking new memories that you started i mean the first thing i thought of was your mother the the glue of the family is that kind of what you were thinking with that you know I wasn't. I'd love it to be as deep as that. That'd be great. Um, <laughs> I started thinking of that as time went by. But honestly, um, this is the craziest thing. I I never thought about um, starting anything that had to do with baking. I, I've spoken to my son. He's 15. Cameron, you know, Cameron. Um, I've spoken to him several times about how I would love to start baking again. Of course, you know, my life, just like everybody else's, uh, was extremely busy with work and the children um, and, you know, just everyday stuff. So baking uh, didn't happen a lot in my family. Uh, So, of course, at the holidays and things like that, and we had our little things that we did, baking cookies for Christmas, et cetera. But um, COVID-19, boy, that changed everything, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So the world kind of halted. We came to a screeching halt. Um, I, I was furloughed from my job, my career, and I decided I don't, I wanted to bake my grand, my great grandmother's Mandel bread recipe. Um, we called it Mandel Brate growing up. Mm. Um, it was a staple. I had it my entire life. I asked my aunt if she had the recipe and she did. I remember my mom maybe making it once or twice. It was really what my great, my great grandmother did, uh, mini burns. So I baked that recipe. I mean, I've never done it before, Brad. I'm not kidding with you. (laughs) I thought this was going to be an epic fail, but I just wanted to do it because I had time. So my kids and I got together in the kitchen. We did it. It came out amazing. Was it perfect? No. Was it exactly like hers? No. But what it did, it invoked the memory. It invoked the feeling, um, the aromas in the house, the all, me and the children together discussing it, started discussing the memories of my great-grandmother. And I thought, this is what what really life is all about. You know, I can't yeah. believe we haven't really had the time to stop and and think uh, in this vein before, but I, I'm kind of grateful for the time in that respect. Um, so I posted it with a, just a little, you know, article that I wrote. Um, and the only reason I started the page was because I felt 
at one point many months ago that I might want to start a page. I didn't know what it might be. Um, so I just opened it like this extra page on Facebook that I hadn't shared with anyone. And all of a sudden I knew what it was and baking new memories was born. Wow. Yeah. And already you've had a, a lot of interest and a lot of people. Um, yes, that, right? I absolutely. I had a hundred, uh, uh, group members within a week. Wow. Yeah. And it was just fantastic. It's not even, you know, it's not about the numbers. Of course I want it to get out there and I want people to join. Um, not so that I can show numbers. I want people to join. Uh, and this is why actually it's a private group. I, it's not a public group because I don't want just anybody just, you know, coming in and throwing up recipes and this and that, because it's not about the recipe only. It's about the story connected mm. to the recipe. I want to hear where this comes from, what it invokes in you, uh, why you make it, why it's important you to pass it down, how you've changed it over the years to work with your family, you know, and then if you don't have those stories, uh, that's okay. We can make a new story, a new memory, a new tradition yeah. can start any day. And that's what, what this is about. That's why it's baking new memories. Right. And that's a perfect segue to talk about uh, Charles Williams, what you're doing tomorrow. I'm so excited about tomorrow. I, I'm blown away by uh, the connection between all of the things that have happened in my life in a short period of time and how Charles Williams and his family becomes integrated in baking new memories. Okay. This, this could literally, you cannot make this kind of stuff up. Right, truth, right. truth is stranger than fiction. So <laughs> we have this huge devastating tornado in Cookville. By the way, um, I work in Cookville every Friday. I'm an orthodontic assistant. My doctor travels. I travel with uh, him and our team on Fridays to Cookville. I've been doing this for over six years. Um, these people have become my family. Cookville mm -hmm. is my family. They're very deep in my heart. So my um, assistant that I work with here in Tennessee, in uh, Franklin, her sister lives in Cookville. So uh, I immediately just after I heard about the tornado and that her sister lost her home and literally Brad right across the street from her sister's home, um, which by the way, they, it's a family of five. Okay. And four dogs. So it's Charles and Tamara and their three children, four dogs. They have all survived, um, in their home, wow. which was completely torn away from around them. Their home was gone by the time this was over. Uh, they were in their bathroom. There was one wall standing. Two of the children were in the bathtub. There was half of a bathtub left. Um, and the toilet that the rest were holding onto was still there. Wow. Yes. And directly across the street was the um, largest percentage of the loss of life to this particular tornado. Hmm. It was completely devastated. It was leveled. I, I sprang into action. Um, I wanted to help right away. My Cookville family, my home, I, I have other, there was a hygienist, two hygienists whose homes were affected uh, with debris. And um, one of the homes was also destroyed in Lebanon. Uh, uh, it was, let's just say it was very close to my heart. And so I got involved. We started, you know, collecting clothes and da, da 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 da. I wanted to meet the family. They were holed up in a in a hotel, which these hotels. So many people were so great in all of this. Um, 
but I got to know Charles and Tamara and, and that's the beauty of what came out of this. Anybody who jumped in to help got to meet some extraordinary people and my life is different because I know them now. Um, interestingly, Charles, I didn't know this about him. I thought he was an amazing guy to start with. But after I started baking new memories, uh, he started chiming in on some of our posts. And I didn't know that his grandmother, she was German and she was a baker. Um, and he baked a lot with her. He loved to be in the kitchen with her. He just told me this today while I was doing this recipe, how he was little and would be at her ankles, just wanting to see what she's doing. So he, I said, Hey, what does everybody want me to make on my live on Sunday? And some people, you know, said this, that Charles said, uh, bread pudding. And then he said, German chocolate cake. Um, somebody brought up Kugel, which is a Jewish dessert that my grandmother made very often. I haven't made it in a very long time, but I do have my grandmother's recipe. Um, Charles said his grandmother used to make a kugel, but all of her recipes were destroyed in the tornado. They didn't find even one of them. Yeah. So I asked him if he could just remember some of the important things that were in it that he remembers what made her kugel different, right? And he gave me those things, which I've never heard of doing. And I said, you know what I'm going to do? This is what Baking New Memories is all about. I'm going to take the base recipe of my grandmother's kugel. And I'm going to incorporate these things that Charles has given me of his grandmother's. And I'm going to do my best to help bake a new memory for him and his family. Mm-hmm. And so that's the recipe that, that we're doing. I did my test bake today because I always have to do the test bake so I can show it at the end of my live um, to see, you know, what it came out like, what it tastes like. And I showed him the mixture. I sent him pictures. He said it looked perfect. He just really wants to taste it. And uh, so there may be a surprise coming there, too. I'm probably going to bring him his on Monday. Social distancing, of yeah. course. I'll drop it off, you know, in front of his <laughs> door and leave and then let him know it's there. But I think think Charles needs to have this. Absolutely. That is an amazing story. It's only one. And it is. It's long. Right. (laughs) It's like crazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly why you're doing all this. That's right. So so you look back to to 2017 when when your mom passed and and other family members passed. I mean, you obviously went through hell and back. Yeah. Um, Like looking back to there and how you got to here because – you know, the, the Nika that I talked to then, rightfully so, was, was not in a good place. Yeah. And now here you are and you're, everybody's listening can hear you're in a different place. Like kind of given a nutshell, like how this all happened. Yeah, I hear that a lot. And thank you for bringing that up, actually. Um, and I think that it is a testament to um, the fact that we can pick ourselves up. Um, we can rise. Uh, challenges are going to be there all throughout life. Um, I always say the only thing we can count on in life is change. Change is going to happen. If we can't embrace it, we're going to have a really tough time. Um, I prefer to harness the power of change to rise. Um, I know it doesn't seem like that, you know, several years ago when you're in it, uh, you don't see the end and you don't know where you're going to come out. You're in pain, you're grieving, um, your whole family structure is changing. All of a sudden life looks very different, which by the way, that's not the first time that that's happened to me. Uh, ending up in Tennessee was a, um, right. you know, uh, my whole life changed and all of a sudden was different. So here I was. So 
Right. I'll just interject there. Like Nika moved from New York to Tennessee uh, and basically was thrown into the role of, of a single mother these last 10, 11 years. Yeah. Uh, of three of three children and three children. You already talked about Cameron. Yeah. And you have two older, older girls. What are they? I names? do. I have Analia. She is about to turn 21 and Eden, who is about to turn 19. Um, right. ama- oh, God, these these kids are my treasure. Thank God I have them. Um, but yes, exactly. My, uh, I have been a single mother the entire time that I have lived here in Tennessee. I moved here sight unseen. Um, it was just time to make the change. My family was moving here. I said, okay. And, uh, so don't be afraid to make a leap. If somebody's saying, let's make a leap, you know, sometimes that's the, uh, thing that you need to do for things to start moving and changing in your life. Um, but all of that being said back to, uh, you know, the loss of my mother to pancreatic cancer. Um, what a very difficult year after her diagnosis. Uh, what a de- uh, very difficult day of her diagnosis. Um, and knowing the road that we had ahead of us. Also not knowing who, you know, if you don't deal with somebody with cancer, if you haven't been in it and watched uh, how it takes a life, um, you don't know until you do it. And nobody's there holding your hand to let you know what you're going to see. It's tough. It's yeah. really tough. Uh, but right after my mother passed, and, and that was the very bitter thing about that experience, is that I moved here with my family, with my three children to make this change. My mother was so happy and so excited. And this was her dream that we would change our lives. Uh, and then she was diagnosed just, you know, um, several years into our, our move here. So But like everything else, I, you know, I'm coining the phrase, that's okay, because it is, we, we have to find a new way um, to go on. And and that's all, that's all we can do. We have to find a new way to go on or we don't go on. So we find a new way, right? Um, Right after her passing, my grandmother, who I spent many years living with as a teenager, um, passed as well at at a very old age. Um, but my mother's passing was too much for her. And then my mother's father passed right after that. So that was my mother's mother. Um, what a year my mother's father passed after that on my grandmother's birthday. It was what a year is right. Yeah. But I have to tell you, it's their legacy. That's bringing me to where I am without the love that was poured into me from all of these people that I'm talking about. I wouldn't be talking to you right now. None of this would be happening. I'm not doing this on my own. I'm doing this because of them. And I'm doing this because of my story. Right. Well, I, I don't, I didn't know your grandparents, but your mother is a, was a saint and she is at the, the highest tier of heaven looking down on all of us. I know that much. Thank you. So, and I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're right alongside her. Uh, very proud of you and your, and your brothers and, and looking over your dad as well. So absolutely. Um, but you, you had mentioned just the other day that uh, a group called Blue October kind of helped you through a lot of, of these difficulties. Is that right? Absolutely. Yes. I love Blue October. I don't know, you know, how many people out there have heard of them. Uh, they are more and more on like um, Hot AC uh, these days mm-hmm. with the albums that he's been writing. Uh, but they have been very much a cult following over the years. So I got into them, you know, several years ago, um, my best friend, Nicole, you know, her too. 
Um, yep. She is a huge fan of theirs. So she went to one of their concerts. She sent me some live videos from there. And I was like, wait a second, who are these people? Okay, hold on. Like their <laughs> passion and they're like so insane. I'm like, and then I realized with one of the videos that she sent me that he sings Hate Me, which, you know, when I was in school yeah. uh, a thousand years ago, I loved that song. I had no idea. <laughs> I love many, many yeah. other songs than that now, right. um, but it's the passion uh, to me, very reminiscent of, of Gavin. There's, there's a uh, healing in the notes. There's healing in the voice. There's healing in, um, in the music and the words. So with my mother's illness, uh, I mean, I really grasped on to some of these songs um, that got me through. I, I, there were days that I sat in that place in New York City where my uh, family was at the time and would just blast Blue October all day long while my mom, mm. you know, would, would sit and just uh, deal with her illness. And yes, I can't really describe, I, I need to write an article about how much they helped me. It's like way too many words to say honestly yeah I, actually i was just i was just i had a long uh commute today um and i was just listening to them through my headphones and i was like man i can definitely see why this this helped nika out and um and they're they're one of those bands that are on a smaller scale like like your brother gavin in terms of people are like oh they sing that like oh gavin's saying that oh he's saying he's saying oh he has 10 that's ex- you know they have like five hits that's know, exactly that you right about. you don't yeah. even know and right. that's the thing and i right. i would love for more people to open themselves up to um really taking a good listen uh this is incredible talent gavin blue october um yeah 100 percent yeah uh, anybody else you could mention or no besides your your obvious family tree <laughs> as far as <laughs> right as far as musical yeah. influence um Well, no, listen, who could be better than, first of all, Gavin, I got to listen to him my entire (laughs) life, you know, writing all of his big hits in his underwear. Um, So (laughs) (laughs) now I've, I've heard, uh, he's told me before that um, you were one of the first people to tell him that he was a singer, like in the cradle and everything. Absolutely. I knew that's funny. That just brought a memory back to me that I completely forgot about. I was living in an apartment with my ex-husband, Jason, before I was pregnant with any kids, but I was the one that had moved out of the house. And Gavin was in high school and he played the keyboard and he sang, you know, this is what he did all the time. And I said, Gavin, bring your keyboard to my apartment, come over, sing, stay over, just hang here, you know? And when he did that, that's when I was convinced. And I knew, and I would tell people all the time, you should get his, uh, his signature now because he's going to be a star. And he yeah. was like, you know, 15. <laughs> right. but I'm how, how did you know that? How did you know that? How did I know that? Jeez, I, how yeah. do I know anything? I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just knew I could feel it. I, I could see it. I, I believed in him so much. And it wasn't even like anything in my head. It was nothing. I, it's not something I could wrap my, you know, like words around. I just knew that uh, my parents were raising a star. He had something mm-hmm. important to say, his passion. And that's the same thing with Blue October. Passion for me, like music is great. I love so many types of music. I mean, I will listen to anything. I will dance, I will cry, I will whatever. But when I hear passion, then you got me. And I'm talking mm-hmm. about people like like Gavin, people like Justin Furstenfeld. These people take yep. you to church, okay? 
they take that's you right. to church yep. and that's why I love them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I would, I would throw in me personally, I'd throw in bear from need to breathe. Which, oh yeah. Which he and Gavin wrote a uh, brother. Oh yeah. Um, oh, you know, they just, that was a perfect combination. Perfect there. combination. That was like ecstasy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's sure. exactly right. When you get that kind of passion, when somebody's taking you to church with their notes, with their words, um, with their song, then you have a real star on your hands. Doesn't matter to me uh, anything right. else, you know? Right, right. Well, and I will, uh, I will just throw this in here. Uh, and I, I said this before I even knew who Gavin was or before he became a buddy of mine, or before I knew who you were, because I've known Gavin for 15 yeah. years now. But um, live vocals, there's no one better. And it's not, I tell him this all the time. He's so humble. He'll always argue. But um, there's no one close to second. Like, it's Gavin, and then there's everybody I else. couldn't agree with you more. And, and that's the thing yeah. also. When you can't capture somebody's live, uh, you know, performance on yeah. a recording, it's very hard for other people to understand the type of artist that they're listening to, you're listening to a song, but it's his live yep. shows that, that really are uh, who he is. His live shows, yep. then you are like, Oh, okay. I get it. Um, you can't do this on a, a CD. You can't do this on right. iTunes. You know, you right. have to, it's an experience. Right. Same thing mm -hmm. with blue October. Yeah. Same thing. Listen, I remember that years ago with uh, counting crows. I went to, a concert it was before they had like they had mr jones out was the only one they had yep, out. i saw them yep. in a very small venue okay they and the ramones they opened for the ramones i'm really? serious i saw the ramones live wow. people i'm probably damn oh, you're old I, Nika. No. Damn. No. you're like 65 well, now, they were old <laughs> they were old at that show <laughs> But Counting Crows did open for them at Toad's Place in Connecticut. Apparently, a lot of like oh, wow. big names played there. Billy Joel. I mean, all of them. Rolling Stones. Okay. But I heard Counting Crows there. I was in, I was like early 20s. And I was like, oh my God. That's not what their CD sounds like. Like these guys are amazing. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's right. Adam Duritz. Amazing. Songwriter. Yeah. Just like, and that's, I, and I know you feel the same way. I'm sure is, is not only does Gavin sing it, he writes it he plays the, he plays the piano. Like it's, it's just not, and there's no auto tune. No, there's so not. All, and that's correct. Yeah. And I am yep. so lucky to be the recipient of many phone calls uh, to, to test out what his new songs sound like, even <laughs> if there's not fully words there yet. And uh, I've yeah. gotten to, to play that role for many, many years. This is something I, I yeah. cherish, truly cherish. Oh, a lot of respect for you. Like he told me that. And he, he said every time he does find like a great song, then you're always like, you're, you're super excited. Then you're like, dang it, Gavin. Why do you always have to write a song that makes me like cry and think about a relationship that I was just Totally. In? Or not only that, I, I say, <laughs> why are you, how are you writing about my life? <laughs> like, are you living my life are you spying on me you're writing songs about my life yeah <laughs> that's it's great true. yeah but yeah i mean as far as that goes though i mean just the other night he, he covered um kenny rogers yes. and and that was amazing like he can do marvin gay he can do <clears> sam <throat> cook and paul mccartney and on and on and on there's just nobody uh, else that can no. cover every genre i've talked to him that's about right that phil collins didn't he do a phil collins <laughs> yeah phil collins yeah, yeah. 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 
Way but back. let me tell you that Kenny Rogers one. Look, I, I'm blown away by my brother. That Kenny Rogers one was so perfect. Was that number one? That's not. I, I was talking yeah, to somebody the other day. One. Is that the is that the best cover number ever? one to me? I watched it over and over, and I texted him and I said, yeah. "What is wrong with me? I can't stop watching it, and I'm crying." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "Per," he said, "perfect yeah, I, song for me," and it was perfect for him. <laughs> that is the God's honest truth. It was amazing. Yeah, but that's him being humble though, because he made it right? the perfect song for him by making every cover he does. He makes it. That's what's own. beautiful about his heart. Uh, Right, but then your 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 older brother Joey. He's not older. Um, I'm the oldest. I, no, I'm saying That's he's older true. than Gavin. Yeah, he um he's an amazing songwriter in his own right, and some would argue that that he's he's a great influence on Gavin and Gavin. One hundred percent. Joey is so talented in so many areas of of his life. Who he is, he's amazing. First of all, a gifted entrepreneur, a gifted yep. um singer songwriter gifted guitar player um he's gifted in many ways he's a visionary he's a visionary yeah. and i love his music very different than gavin's but uh they yep. do influence each other and and joey has has influenced gavin of course it's gavin's older brother you know yeah so 100 yeah. percent. well and he's doing he, he's he's made tons of money i assume doing the voice oh yes he did that for many many years voiceovers for yeah. for everything you can imagine and i loved it i would watch tv and listen for commercials and be like that's my brother or i would text him that's and be like right. hey, did you do this commercial <laughs> yeah yeah yes every gifted. time because he's an actor too he's very good at just about everything yeah. i gotta say you know he said that his whole life and i didn't believe him but now i do <laughs> <laughs> And most importantly, out of everybody, how is your dad? My dad is doing really well. I'm, I feel really, uh, like, um, heartened that I just saw that he is uh, interacting through my baking page with some of my uh, group. So I really like that. I just saw it pop up on my phone a little while ago. It makes me really happy. He's been homebound. Yeah. Not his favorite thing to do. We're all homebound in COVID-19. <laughs> my dad's a free bird. He's a roamer. He wants to be out there, you know. But... Um, <laughs> Kind of sounds like uh, who he's staying with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> They're both stuck there together. Thank God they have separate places to go to right down the hall. Right, um, right, right, but right. he is, uh, you know, he has struggled with some health issues. I know Gavin has uh, put a couple things on Instagram here and there uh, regarding that, um, not with complete detail, but uh, he had heart problems. He had a heart uh, valve replacement. And, you know, there's been complications. So it, it is what it is, but he's yeah. doing well. And our main uh, goal and concern, obviously, in these times is to keep him far away from this virus. Uh, that's the most important for us. So so I haven't seen my father since COVID began. I haven't seen my father. In, no, oh, really? I haven't wow. seen him in over a month. Wow. And I used to go down there, uh, you know, at least once a month to go hang out down at the, uh, the Nashville underground, have breakfast with my father, spend mm -hmm. some time. Sure. But my, uh, obligation to my father is to not bring a virus anywhere near him. And like, they're saying people are asymptomatic or, you know, this and that I, um, yeah, I just won't do it. Right. Right. That's being a good dog. Yes, it is. I love him and, and we can FaceTime and that's okay. That's, that's the times yep. that we're in. Right. Right. And yeah. And, and you mentioned the, the bar, your, your family owns the, the Nashville underground. And that's obviously a very scary thing right now with 
when can that reopen? You have what, whatever, 50, 60 workers that are out of work, you know, that need to make money. That's and, right. Yeah, That's right. And, and, and so. yeah, them and so many others there on Broadway, uh, imagine all the musicians, yeah. just everybody involved with Broadway, really what makes Nashville, you know, Nash Vegas. And, uh, it's scary. It is scary. Yes. We, we don't know what we're right. looking at, but that's why we're doing things like well, what I'm doing. You know, mm-hmm. trying to reach out, keep people sane, uh, support, and give them a place to gather, get their minds off of things a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, and when, when this all clears up, hopefully in the summertime, then um, people visiting Nashville can head down to the Nashville Underground on, on yes. Broadway. And that's, it's like, is that five levels? It's How many four. Levels? And it has the Four highest levels. rooftop. I believe it's still uh, the stat is that it's still the highest rooftop there on Broadway. Yeah. So uh, the place yep. is amazing. And I can't say enough about the food. It's amazing. It is oh. so good. And I'm so sad that we can't eat the food right now. Uh, but yes. Yeah. So. Well, and your brother, I don't know how much he has to do with it, but your brother Joey is an amazing cook. He really is. Well, you know, when they first started, uh, when it was the na- uh, the National Underground, Joey, you know, had all the the recipes and everything else. Of course, now it's just gotten so big that um, there are chefs and his cheeseburger. Nothing like them. Never. I'll never have another cheeseburger than than Joey's. (laughs) There was nothing like him. But he's hired some amazing people and the food is phenomenal. Of course, all approved by him. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) I expect nothing less on that. (laughs) That's right. For sure. So, um, one interesting thing I have to ask you as we're wrapping up here is, so, so you're, you were, you mentioned a, a few times lately that you were raised both Jewish and Christian, or like you, you, you started Jewish and became born again Christian. Can you talk about Absolutely. that Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, my mother's side of the family is Jewish. Okay. I obviously, I did my DNA and, you know, I'm 50% Ashkenazi Jew, um, and my mother actually is first generation born again Christian. So because she's first generation, my grandparents, my aunt, everybody else involved uh, is Jewish. And so we did Passover. We just had Easter, right? And Passover. So Passover, Easter, mm-hmm. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur, Hanukkah, Christmas. We did it all. So there's a lot of... Um, influence in the food that I make at certain times of the year, especially. And since I started baking new memories right around Passover, there have been a lot of Jewish recipes uh, coming up. So, and the kugel that I'm making uh, tomorrow is actually a Jewish recipe, which I love so much, but we really, as a family embrace both sides still the traditions are so beautiful on on the jewish side and the food that my grandmother used to make uh so representative of the culture um so i don't i i I like to keep that in my family losing that for me would be losing such a huge part of who we are and that's the whole reason why i i love baking new memories i want everyone who's gotten so busy that they've gotten too busy to keep pouring out uh the things that our ancestors have poured into us to stop for a minute to dig those recipes out to remember um how to bring that to the next generation let let's pass it on otherwise where is it going to come from Mm. 
the love of the, of the, just the right. love in general, where is it going to come from if we don't take our opportunity to pour it into our children for them to carry on? So that's really where Amazing. it came from for me. I don't want the love of my great grandmother, my grandmother and my mother to be forgotten in the busyness of life. And so, so right. much of it poured out through the food and the, and, and because the food was a gathering, we would gather and we would eat. So when you, you'd be surprised, mm -hmm. a lot of people have said to me when they start making uh, a recipe that they haven't made in a long time, all of a sudden they feel like their ancestor, whoever it was, their grandparent, their mother is there with them in the kitchen. They start having memories of when their mother made it or when their grandmother made it and they can feel their presence. That's mm. what I want out of this. That's what I want everybody to experience out of this. And that's what's happening. Yep. Awesome. And, and um, one heritage that Nika obviously did not lose is her New York <laughs> accent. What are you talking about? Uh, I feel like Gavin has got, he's got a little more Southern. Come on, I'm you Southern now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so if they can find, they can find you on NikaDegraw.com. They can find you on uh, the Baking Memories. Yes, Baking New Memories. So it's NikaDegraw.com is my website. There are spots on there that will take you to my Baking New Memories page. Um, I have an at home with Nika DeGraw, which is public. Hey, listen, even if you don't bake and you want to be a part of Baking New Memories, just see what we're about. Just ask to join. I'm going to let you in. As long as you behave yourself, you can stay in the group. I would love for you to be able to come and yeah. see everything. And then, of course, on Facebook, just Nika DeGraw, you can find everything uh, about me and what I'm doing right there. Perfect. Just watch out for the crazy fans, Well, that's you know? why my group is private and we can just, you know, <laughs> <there's>, <laughs> you, have you ever heard of Block? <laughs> just kidding. There's no crazy fans. So, never. Never. That's, that's right. why they're called fans. <laughs> right. So, uh, uh, and Jan, your friend Jan, she does yes, a lot of your work. Yes, Jan. Right? Well, interestingly, I do a lot of my own work. So, I, I actually had to order... I swear, Get I promise you, I, I edit my videos. I do Man. all of it on iMovie on my iPhone. iPhone's a beautiful thing. Come on, people. It is like the world yeah. in your hand. You can do everything here. Well, of course, I've got Eden home, and she is so artistic and her abilities to do things. She showed me how to use iMovie, so, of course, I'm playing with that. I make my movies. When you see me pretty with makeup, Jan has been there. Okay? Yes. Oh, That's when Jan gotcha. has been there. And Jan's actually... I just figured you had a date that night. Where am I going to go? It's COVID. There's no dates during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jan is an amazing producer, <laughs> uh, screenwriter, um, director. She's fantastic. And she's actually working on, she took a lot of video of me while she stayed with me for about four or five days. And she's putting some of that stuff together. And her and I do collaborate. She's fantastic. You should check her out too. Jan Mullins. Um, Love that girl. Yeah. She's my heart. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I think you all can tell how uh, special Nika DeGraw is and her, the whole DeGraw family led by, led by her mother, Lynn, up Thank in heaven. You. So um, I'm very appreciative of, of the DeGraws. And uh, hopefully you all can see, can see why, not just, not just a level of talent on the singing side, but just the, the level of kindness that they all have. Thank you, Brad. That's really sweet. And, you know, you've been a very long time uh, family friend. And I thank you for all of your love toward our family. I can't tell you how much we appreciate it. Yeah. 
you got it. Always, always will be there. Thank you. So thanks for joining My us. My pleasure. Nika. Thanks for having me. This was great. Keep up the good I will. work. I'm off to bake. And I'll, and also remember, yes, Iron Will, Iron right? Will watch Iron for Will. it. It's going to come up more and more on all of my um, sites. Perfect. Thanks Thank again, you, Nika. Brad.